to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Hello, Lenny. How are you? I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Uh, sorry to everyone if you hear any background weird noises. I don't know why, but my audio equipment's making a faint uh, flatliney noise, and I hate it. <laughs> oh, I like the cup. Oh, thanks. This is my Stargate mug, y'all. I saw that. You see I'm wearing a t-shirt? Oh, wait. No. Hang on. At the recorder. Oh, and it fits good? It fits well, yeah. Oh, good. I worry about that because T Public sometimes um, my Stargate shirt's a little snug, and mm-hmm. on on the I'm gonna change the design probably. Uh, on the women's shirt, the the picture is so big for like the size <laughs> of body that it's gonna be on. <laughs> I'm like, that's a lot of ancient aliens, guy man. Yeah, man. But it's it's good. It's a nice T-shirt. Oh, I'm glad you. Thank like you. It. Hey, you're welcome. This is what I do. I uh, get slightly bored and I make merch for myself. Mm. So our sh- our store shows two sales. One to me, one to you. <laughs> I love it. Um, do you see Batman trailer? Can we talk about it for a bit? I, I did. It, I like parts of it and other parts were kind of good charlotte emo. Listen, don't say good Charlotte. You say My Chemical Romance. You go with the good band, not the bad band. Oh, Be positive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My <laughs> Chemical Romance. That's right. And that really appeals to my my beautiful heart. Uh, I know it comes off that way because he's got all that black smudge on his eyes. But that makes sense that he would have that there because whenever you see Batman in the cowl, he has all that black eye makeup. But then when he goes to take off the cowl in any of those movies, suddenly it's just not there. Suddenly it's their beautiful yeah. face. I'm, but he's like, I don't like, I, he's just staring longingly into like the abyss. Maybe he's staring as, at like a dead body or something. Commissioner Gordon's dead. In his, in his, in his back cave? You don't know. You know what's going on in that <laughs> back cave. Maybe he found Alfred's porn. Oh, maybe. Right? And it's disturbing. He's like, oh, like, what? no. <laughs> Do I have to fire this guy? Be like, ah. I mean, I can get us off the watch list, but... I mean, nothing's technically illegal here, but this is upsetting. <laughs> this, is, this is weird. It's like, uh... I don't know. I did like I did like the beatdown scene, though. That was kind of cool. I, I like that... That they didn't make... I don't know if they could have made him do it. But they didn't make... Uh, Robert Pattinson uh, bulk up the way they made like Affleck and and those guys like really no like, they they made him bulk up a little I mean a very little I saw him yeah, in that suit. I mean <laughs> he looks like uh, no well Ben Ben Affleck he bulked up because he's a big Batman fan and he's like hey man if I have to do this I'm not young anymore I have to bulk up he shouldn't be so you hard on I mean? himself I know and a lot of suit like Chris uh, Pratt was like but I they were like, you could be fat. He's like, but I don't want to be a fat superhero. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it, but like... on uh, I mean, on, Chris Hemsworth didn't didn't mind being a fat superhero. On a, on another podcast that I listen to, The Weekly Planet. I don't know if you listen to it. But uh, in the way that they call... I do. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Well... Because I remember you mentioned it and I, I started listening. Great. Well, then, Robat Battenbat is the nickname that they gave him, like Batfleck. And I love, and I, I convinced my husband that everyone says it that way. 
But what, real bad bat and bat? That's right. Because <laughs> he doesn't listen. And I think he's annoyed by them because I listen. <laughs> so, like, I'll put them on YouTube or something, and he'll be like, I don't like these guys. Yeah, but I don't know if, if, if we're ready for another art house, you know, Gotham flick. I don't like, think how did it with Joker? I don't think it's as art house as it looks. It's, it's a bit art housey. I mean, everybody loved Joker, and that's a steaming pile of taxi driver. Well, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't know what this one is now this time, but I did like elements of it. I like how I like that the villain's the Riddler. Mm. I like that how I like how Catwoman looks. Great take on the Riddler. Really like that. Uh, yeah, he's like serial killerish. Did you see uh, Colin? The older Colin Farrell gets, the more hideous he wants his characters to be. This is what <laughs> this is a pattern in his old age. Like he was smoking hot in his younger day when he was partying hard and like going to town and probably getting into all manner of trouble and nobody tells on him because he's probably great yeah. in bed. <sighs> I think after like in Bruges, he kind of, you know, when he realized he was getting older. Yeah, like, uh, and now now he's the penguin. And he's like, yeah, put a bunch of ugly prosthetics on me. Make sure no one can recognize me. <laughs> like, did you see him in uh, Horrible Bosses? Oh my god, so funny. How funny. <laughs> was, I loved that movie so much. Did you really? It was so, so funny. Like, I feel like Jennifer Aniston slips under the radar because of her friend's fame and, like, rom-coms and oh, stuff. Oh, she was, but she was really good in that movie. I liked her. She's always been a comedic actress, and I feel like... And Friends was a comedy, sure, but, like, I don't know. I didn't much care for Friends. But, uh, yeah, she's, like, a real comedic actress. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, Friends was, like, the ensemble, you know... And she 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 broke out of that. She she was the breakout star of that. Yeah, rightfully so. It was I supposed think. to be a, it was supposed to be a it was actually supposed to be a Courtney Cox vehicle. And she just broke out. It happens like that, I guess. Well, because well, on the Big Bang Theory, Kelly Cuoco's character wasn't supposed to be much of anything but like horny neighbor, slutty neighbor, and uh, mm-hmm. or no, the the entire show was supposed to be based around her and her. Oh, I did. I and, didn't know that. Yeah, and the neighbors were like the B plot. That's what it was supposed to be. But everybody loved the neighbors so much. Like one episode in, that they had to change it, and then they had to change her character, and let it evolve into like a, a highly intelligent neighbor woman. Oh, yeah, because she started out kind of ditzy. Right, and then they were like, "Oh no, the neighbors are really what's the get here? Oh no, we have to do something about this character. She was very flat." <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't really meant to be that focused I don't think but that's what I read on the internet anyway the internet's never wrong oh no they're never wrong <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see the Batman it's gonna be good I think it's gonna be more Keaton than uh, Nolan I don't think it's gonna be very Nolan-y at all it com- in fact it comes out what 2021 right allegedly mm. Did you I'm interested. Me too. And I don't say that a lot about I didn't like the Nolan Batman, so you all can at me about that. I didn't like No! New. I didn't like Heath Ledger in the least really? little bit. Mm-mm. Nope. What? That Joker can go sit on wow. it. I didn't like it. Wow. Wow. You didn't like Heath Ledger Joker? No. No, I thought it was that is, that is like... flat, boring, and oh my God. over-serviced. 
Yeah. Oh my God, you blaspheme. Mm-mm. He wasn't in any way oh jokerly my. to me. Like when I think of the joke, not only do I just think of Mark Hamill like right away, but what was scary about Nicholson's Joker that was not scary about Heath Ledger's Joker was how hammy the Joker was. But he was doing, he was killing everyone. Literally everyone. But he wasn't, but Nolan wasn't going for hammy. Nolan was going I know for what he was going for, approach. and it was trash. You can't give me realistic. Wow. Yeah, it was trash. <laughs> wow. You heard me. You all no, heard me. Oh, oh, you, oh. I speak it. Ooh, blaspheme. I speak it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it because I don't, when I watch a superhero movie, it doesn't have to be slapstick, fall on your ass funny like Guardians of the Galaxy or anything, but trying to be like, doesn't it look like this guy could exist in real life? I'm like, you need to understand that somewhere is Superman. He's not in these frames, but he's there. So you're trying to sell me something that's so realistic, but Superman, but Aquaman, but The Flash, but Metas, but everything in the DC universe. So yeah, you can make it like dark and and stormy and gritty or whatever, but uh, don't try to sell me a bill of goods where... The scariest thing about him is that he changes his origin story every time somebody asks what his deal is, and he slammed a guy's head into a pencil. That's nothing on the Nicholson Joker. He did more than that. Mm. Come on. And an absolutely realistic plan where where nothing in 8,000 steps to get those bombs to go could go wrong. Give me a bloody break with that. I mean... I mean, I didn't write the movie, so but I liked what I liked what was presented. Because, I'm like, you know this why is they were trying to get rid of? They were trying to get past. They were trying to get past the Joel Schumacher. Well, you did. They did Batman, get past that Batman Robin because. No, that's why he did Batman Begins. Well, you can get past crappy versions of the movie. I mean, enough time had passed. They could have just started again. Yeah, that's why. That's they did with Batman Begins because no, I mean, really, did you really were you really convinced Uma Thurman was uh, Poison Ivy? That I was the worst performance well, I ever seen. Poison Ivy will give any woman wondering an awakening, but no, the movies were not good by any stretch. They were like very clownish and and weird. The only the only redeeming factor of Batman and Robin was Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze because <laughs> that was fantastic. That is. Camp at its highest form, I think. Well, yeah, that's why I didn't. I didn't mind it. Everyone, everything else was just garbage. It was, it was a wild ride back in those days, but uh, like enough time passed since like Superman four, that or Superman three, that they were able to make Superman Returns, which people didn't like. I liked director aside. I liked Brendan Routh as Superman. I thought it. I, I thought it was. Brandon Routh was good. I thought it was a boring out art house movie, and Lex Luthor did nothing. That was a but movie. the same I mean, plot over and over again. You know, sometimes they say like attracts like, and there we are. <laughs> Predators of plenty on that set, I guess. I mean, twenty years Superman's going for twenty years. The only thing you can think about is another land developing scheme. I know Lex Luthor could have done much much <laughs> better than that, but uh, but they didn't bother. They didn't. I mean. They, they just start again. Just start again. And it, you don't have to make Superman sad, which, by the way, I got a lot to say about that Superman. Henry Cavill is not a good Superman. What, Ma- oh, Man of Steel? Yes. He looks he looks the part. No, he does not. And Ma- 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 Yes, he does. And that he costume like is Superman. garbage. No red pants? Well, no, thank new- you. 
That's the new Fifty Two costume. I don't like it. That's if, what they were going. That's what they were going for. Well, then they shouldn't have designed the texture of the suit to be pointing right at his crotch. Because <laughs> it is. Look, DC has a lot to make up for, right? They're trying. Well, Superman should have been more super because it was pointing right at his crotch. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, the red breaks up the costume from looking like a onesie. Like, a home movies. Remember that cartoon, Home Movies, where everybody was just in one onesie? Yes. Oh oh my gosh, Home Movies. Yeah. It it looks like that to me because there's no breakup there. And, like, a couple of little, like... Like hip boomerangs on you? That doesn't qualify as breaking up your costume. It's like he's never seen did RuPaul's see, uh, Oh my god. Did you see Suicide Squad? Mm. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Mm, Margot Robbie. I'm surprised looks they went awesome. way. I'm surprised they went way back to like a lot of the DC characters too. Like like Peacemaker it? and Polka Dot Man. <laughs> yeah, I was I was surprised. I was like, wait, Polka Dot Man? Yeah. Yes. The lame Batman villain. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a riot. Idris Elba, forever. Yeah, he's not dead. Dead shot though. He's uh, what is he? He's Bloodsport. That's his name. Bloodsport. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they weren't allowed to recast Deadshot because it was Will Smith, and that's probably like something he would put into his contract, or they were just like, ah, eh, moving on. Yeah, I think they did the second thing. They just moved on and was like, alright, let's do something else. I mean, they brought Amanda Waller back and I feel like she died in the first movie. My feelies tell me that, but Waller? I haven't seen it in a long time, yeah. Well, Captain well, Boomerang definitely died in the first movie. Not for nothing. <laughs> and yet here he is. No, no he didn't. Did, did he? he die in the first movie? He does, like, isn't he like the first one to he, die? He, like, runs he away? He threw, like, four boomerangs and then was no, like... No, no, that was, uh, that was, um... It wasn't your boomerang. Right, it was somebody else. It was I forget his name, but he's like a low level DC character. I see. That's why they killed him off so quick. Unlike Captain Boomerang. Yeah, I love Captain Boomerang. I love how they did his take on their take on him. I think he's all right. Because he's like so funny. I was really sure that he died in that, but perhaps not. No, Boomerang stayed. Boomerang lived. Hmm. I haven't seen that movie in several several years. <laughs> and it was okay. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. They didn't say who the voice of King Shark was going to be, but do you think it'll be Ron Funches? No, like because that's who it is in the. Country. No, it wouldn't be it would, in in Harlequin. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Ron Funches. Come on, he's the best. I love. No, him. because then he'll have to be like Ron Funches in, in Harlequin, just like a cool techie who's just like happens to be a shark. Man, uh, uh, uh. you can do it. Which, he's got range, which I find brilliant, by the way. I find I find that's brilliant, by the way. Oh, that's the Harley Quinn. That's what drew Quinn. me into the cartoon. Yeah. I haven't started it yet. I want to, but uh, I just started Titans, and I think that's pretty good. I was not a fan of Titans very much. It looks a little pouty for the time being on this first episode, where like Dick Grayson's a little more pouty than I care for, generally. Mm. Not that he has to be like Johnny Sunshine or anything, but... It gets better, but I wasn't a fan of it too much. I'm more, I was more of a fan of Doom Patrol than I was of this. Oh, yeah. And I know they have Doom Patrol in the show, but it's not our Doom Patrol, so I'm like, nah. No, it's the same Doom Patrol. They just they just do a guest, a guest spot. It's different actors, though. Is it? It certainly I mean, looks I it. I didn't know this. certainly mm. looks it. Oh, man. 
This would have been a great conversation for two Stargate episodes from now, when they do the body swapping episode. Oh. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are to talk about Stargate, not a DC property. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this week we watched The Fifth Race. Yes. Do you well remember Best this? Episode. Oh yeah, that's, this is like my favorite episode of the series, of like season two. Okay, okay. I remember this, but I only remember like stills of it, like uh, the Asgard homeworld, which they'll get to, and um, Jack being smart but not much caring for it. Like He doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like it. <laughs> Like Mr. Horse. I don't like this. No, sir. I don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it. So, in the cold open, poor Daniel. I feel bad for Daniel. Daniel gets very excited about scientific discovery, sociological or otherwise, and nobody is ever as, like, excited as he is. Like, he's like... I know. That's so sad. He's like... He's, he's like, like remember when we were here? And, and, and we did this? And they're like, yeah, we, we were there, man. What are you doing? He was like, oh my god, you guys, look at all these papers, and do you know what it all means? And I've been translating, and they're all, like, yawning in his face. They might, If they could slam a door like, in his face, get, they would do it. <laughs> get to the point, Daniel. He discovered, like, a similarity in something somewhere in the writing that, in this gate oh. address, that they should go check out, because, like, uh, meaning a life type stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And they might find some allies, as usual. Right. They're like, uh, what if there's alien bombs that we can steal? Can we go now, please? (laughs) (laughs) They do get to go, though. And uh, Jack's extra thorny in the beginning of this episode. Like, I don't know if he's got, like, his man period. (laughs) His prostate's messed up. Oh, my goodness. Because, like, the second that they step through the Stargate, he's like... He looks around for like one second and he's like, screw this place, I'm out of here. I think it's because they don't, the episodes they don't show where they, prob- they probably went to like a, zil- a thousand planets and like Daniel says the same thing and they find nothing. So this is probably like, really dude, another one? Yeah, he's like, wow, what an empty room. It didn't occur to Jack that it's an empty room, which means somebody put a room there. It's not like it's out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Like, most of them, like, if you're like, hey, nothing's around. That's true, but... That's true, but he's probably been through it so many times, it's like... Really, Daniel? You sent me to an empty room? Like, let's go. Seriously. Oh, so they, uh, so Daniel screams out, hello, I'm Daniel, aren't you excited as I am? And then a a (laughs) wall tumor, oops, sorry, a wall tumor pops up, and Teal'c looks in it first, and he's like, it is just lights. Hmm. <laughs> it's just lights and colors. I see nothing. Why would anyone look into that? Like, if Teal comes back and he's like, it's just lights in there, I'd be like, good, let's leave. <laughs> I'll take your word for that. <laughs> well, I, I assume humans are naturally curious. Yeah, Jack does say that later on. We're very curious people. Because he looks into the light <laughs> and gets a face hug of knowledge. Yeah, face and everyone, everyone's just staring like, uh, what do we do? Yeah, they're, they are just standing around. They're like, well, I don't know what to say about any of this. And then they leave. Well, so that's the end of the cold open, and he's in the med bay uh, getting checked out, and Janet's like, yeah, it's all fine. Everything looks great. But they left. And he's super, no- he's super annoyed. <laughs> I'm surprised Daniel wasn't like, 
but what about me? And absolutely wanted <laughs> to also have his face hugged. He's like, I should get my face hugged. This isn't fair. Jack gets all the cool I'm smart stuff. too. He's like, I deserve this. Jack seems very antsy about the incident. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, so, uh, let's talk about these lights and your face got hugged and stuff. He's like, yeah, it's no big deal. Can I leave already? Come He's on. like, what'd you see, Jack? What'd you see, O'Neill? It was lights. And then we left. That's it. Yeah, Can like. I go now? I'm like, where, where are you in a big hurry? You got a hot date or something? Sit down. <laughs> yeah, he's like a kid. I know. It's really weird. I don't know if that's a side effect of a face hug or not. But, you know, here we are. They So he goes to, like, relax by teaching Teal boxing. That is the funniest scene. <laughs> yeah. Like, when he, like, Teal not understanding the premise of boxing is great. Because he's like, you got to dance around. Are we fighting or are we dancing? Are we, are we fighting or dancing? Are we in battle? What's going on? Oh my gosh. He, and his, the way like Teal's voice and his timing on it is, and he knocks O'Neill clear across. And it, just, it, just, and it just shows how really strong Teal'c is because Teal'c just jabs him yeah. and he falls down. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. And Jack puts on an amount of equipment that is absolutely questionable. What is he doing? <laughs> Over his sweatpants. Why are you wearing a jock over your sweatpants? I don't know. I don't see that in regular boxing. Like, like if I go back and watch like Muhammad Ali fights and stuff like that, I'm sure he's wearing a jock, but it's not on the yeah, outside. You don't, even, you don't even. You don't. You don't even see that in like Olympic boxing. No, it's not on the outside. Why are your underwear <laughs> on the outside? What happened with your face hug that your underwears are on the outside? Later on, Jack's sitting with Daniel, and uh, Jack starts swapping out words for different for foreign words or gibberish words. And they're like, "What are you doing?" Daniel's like, like "What'd you say?" Daniel, hmm, I like this. Let's look it up. <laughs> and then um, Jack reads all the symbols on Daniel's computer. He's like, "But I've been spending months. How are you doing this?" <laughs> They're so funny on how long it takes them to work out that the face hug has put information into Jack's head. And then they dig up the oldest of chestnuts. Humans only use 10% of their brain. Uh, not 5%. 5%? 5%. It's 100%, actually. All humans and use... Jack's using, <laughs> and Jack's using... And Jack's using about nearly 100% of his brain. Yeah, just like the rest of us are. That's what... You know what's funny? They, they tried that premise with that, I want to say Jennifer Lawrence, but maybe it is Scarlett Johansson? Oh, yes! Lucy. That movie. Yeah, Lucy. Lucy yeah. Where she, like, pretty much went through time. Yeah, they're like, they, they dug up that, even though that's been debunked a hundred times over, they still went back to that well. I was like, what are you doing? Well, was, it makes a good science fiction. I mean, does it? It doesn't work if it's not tr- on some level true. Like, you can have fun with time travel because theoretically time travel is possible. But practically, you already know that human brains are being used time- 100%. Yeah, time travel forward is theoretical. Time travel backward is impossible. Is it, though? That's what they say. That's what they say theoretically. Time travel forward. Because if you travel forward, you create... No, because if you travel backward... And you alter the past, you create another universe. 
Mm, you most certainly do. Looks like the umbrella. Oh, spoilers for the Umbrella Academy. Did you see it? I won't spoil it if you have. I seen saw it. it. Okay, great. I saw it. I saw all of it. It's it's amazing. It is amazing. I loved it so much. Everything is Diego's fault. Every last bit of their problems <laughs> is Diego's fault. No, it's it's Vanya's fault. That's what it is. It is not Vanya's fault. She did not choose it to Van- rumor herself away from having her powers because her father was a bad man. Vanya blew Vanya blew up the moon. In the first season, she didn't mean and she to. Blew up the federal building, which caused World War Three. She didn't mean to. Well, do that no, either. she never means to. Yeah, but Diego means it. Like he's like, I'm gonna save the president because I'm a half a moron. And then they wouldn't have <laughs> had to consult their father, which is why they don't get chosen when they go back to the future. He's like, why would I ever pick these absolute disaster areas? <laughs> I'm gonna pick some of the other ones. <laughs> it's like. It's like- it's like when I speak to like Darren and and, he goes, and I'm like Diego is like Batman. Batman was a moron. Right, but aim lower. Like so <laughs> 5 is the best. The thing about 5 f- is awesome. Oh my god, the thing about 5 is that the entire time I'm watching, I forget that he is a physical 14-year-old boy. Like the actor playing mm-hmm. him is 14 years old. This is something that it does not register the entire time I watch him perform. And that, no, because he's so good. It's I think it's really difficult to play that kind of like aged over it all. You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. old now, so like I get it. I get the uh, like over effort. Like just <sighs> dad should have left you on the moon. I get that. <laughs> yeah, I get I get that Deep. attitude a lot, man. Like oh god. And like to be fifteen and be able to express that, it must be. I mean, geez, I think that kid's gonna make a great Joker. In the Mark Hamill style one day. I still like Klaus. Klaus is still my favorite. I do like Klaus. But I like Ben, too, who still gets picked because Dad never meets Ben. That's true. That's why he's still picked and the others aren't. That was a really good series. Ben. I'm very excited. None yeah. Of the, they actually shouldn't have met and talked to anybody. Not Lonely Housewife, not Civil Rights uh, person, none of it. Because that is all well, a problem. Yeah, but they were there for a while. They're gonna inter- they're gonna interact with someone. I mean, I guess so, but like. And they made Luther more pathetic, which was actually pretty cool. Oh my god, Luther is more than I can bear. Oh my, god. more than I can <laughs> ape chest when he's like, look at it. The look that Five gives over that is my feeling as well. I'm like, oh my god, why, why would you do that? Oh my gosh, it was so good. So good. Everybody watch The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Now that I spoiled the whole thing for all of you. Now you all already saw it. You can't. If you're listening to a can- show, I hope go on. they don't cancel it. No, they've got a third one in the pike. But it's they're so far off the comics now that don't even they're not going to do Hotel Oblivion. Or if they do anything of it, it's going to be like a small no. piece of it. No, because they're going to focus on the Sparrow Academy. There is. <laughs> the what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks, yeah, the whole the whole premise of uh, Dallas, the Dallas comic series, is different. So that's and that's fine. Hey, man, I'm into being surprised. Very into being surprised. They did a good job going off, you know, going off the comics. Well, Cha Cha and Hazel were in season one, and they should not have been. So then you got to fill that in with other stuff. And the comics are real short, so you got to mm-hmm. make do. I did like the Swedes. They were fun. Mm, that was really funny. They're funny. All right, back to the show. Where were we? Ten percent of brain capacity. That's how we got here. 
Daniel figures out uh, that Jack downloaded the knowledge of ancient aliens into his brain. And it's the first time you hear the term the ancients. Mm-hmm. And so Jack get, gets to the computer and he's like, typeity, typeity, typeity. And it's all new gate addresses that were not in the Abydos log of gates. Yeah. And the best, the best scene is like Sam like trying to figure out, like, what is he doing? And she gets like super annoyed. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like you know what? I don't care. Just do whatever you want. I'm, I'm out of here. They're like, somebody stop him from doing that. I'm like, she's like, maybe let him finish writing the code to the bomb that's going to blow up this building. (laughs) (laughs) Jack needs to go through, he's like, I need to go through the gate, but I can't tell you why I need to go through the gate, except that I must, because he's speaking in ancient. And he's also tinkering, Mm -hmm. and he's building something. Yeah, I thought that was, that was like so funny. He's just like, what, and they're like, what is he building? I don't know. He doesn't know. He's like, I don't know what this is, but here it is. Enjoy it. Uh, Jack fixed the DHD on somebody, some other team was somewhere, and they were like, the DHD is broken, you know what I mean? And it, was, and it was very, it was a very detailed blueprint, too, that he drew. He's like, oh. In less than four hours. That model of DHD definitely runs in, it runs a little hot, you know what I mean? Here's the, uh, work <laughs> right? the gallon in the radiator, gallon of water. <laughs> the Stargate starts to over, to drain too much energy, to overwork, and, uh, Jack's Arts and Crafts project uh, gives the gate enough power to connect with the eighth symbol. So that's the first time we're getting the eighth symbol. His Arts and Crafts project. You know, it was for something. He just, he was like, what? So that's the first eighth symbol ever. And I'm pretty sure what he built was a ZPM. Yeah, of of like limited energy. Yeah, like a one-time use, like a AAA battery ZPM. <clears throat> oh, I didn't. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> Isn't that exciting? I, it, oh, I didn't. Wow. Know that. I didn't think of that at the time either. I thought of it while I was watching it the other day. I was like, "Ooh!" Uh, so Jack goes through the gate, and he sees all the the Asgard, the gray aliens, our little grays. <laughs> yeah, and they're telling him like, "Yeah, this shouldn't have happened." Uh, they try to dial back the gate, but the ZPMs all, all used up. So no dialing back. And I love the lieutenant because the lieutenant at the gate, he's always surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so like true. always surprised. Like, there's an A chevron. <laughs> well, they know that the, I mean, maybe they don't know that you can dial the eighth chevron, but they must because like the, 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 the triangles that there. light up, there's an eighth lighting up one. There's even a ninth lighting up one that sits underneath the ramp. Yeah. So they have to have known, but he's like surprised. And like when he's tra- when he's track him traveling, they're like, he's gone. Yeah, like they can't have thought that was spare parts. <laughs> oh, that's my cat. Uh, Jack's having a little talk with the Asgard, and they're like, "You are not ready." And he's like, "Yeah, but it's too late because he said we're very curious people." But what he means is we like yeah. to meddle in other people's yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're we're here ready. So stop. So help us. Don't let this group of people here specifically come anywhere near something you like because they'll steal it. That's the kind of people we are. But then they said uh, they are going to that humans are going to be the fifth race. And then Jack goes home after they they do a little hand wavy action to get the ancients' mm-hmm. knowledge out. 
and then that's the end. And I love that he, I love, I love that he comes back changed. Like he was all like, "What is the meaning of life, crap?" And now he's like, "Yeah, meaning of life, meaning stuff. of life." I get it now. Jack, I get it now. Into the beginning of the next episode. Daniel, we should we should form a cult because I get it now. He doesn't get it. Daniel's like, "You'll never get it." I'm gonna go sit at the lunch table alone. I thought you were cool, Jack. <laughs> All right, I gave this episode five stars. What do you say? So did I. I say five. It is an A plus and I... required watching. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? No, I'm saying I love it because I, it shows that like it's the, it's a world building show. It's like world building. Hmm. I like it. Uh, I like it because I like to watch Jack suffer a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like to watch Daniel suffer a little bit did, because he's suffering. Did he suffer though? Did I mean, he suffer though? I mean, he built stuff. Jack suffered because he was like, "I'm doing things that I can't control with all this ancient knowledge," and Daniel is super suffering because it didn't happen to him. <laughs> yeah, he's jealous. He's more jealous. Like, why can't this be me? <laughs> He's like, I'll go back to the planet under the cover of night and get my face hugged so I too can know the ancient's knowledge. Could you imagine if he did do that, though? That would be amazing. Be like, hey, guys, I know nobody <laughs> asked, but I did go back. And uh, and I am just as smart as Jack was. And no one cared. Yeah, they were like, ugh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. Jack did it first. Oh, excuse me. I watched the promo for the, our next episode. It is the Black Hole episode. Oh, a matter of time. Right. I, I don't remember every detail about this episode, but I remember them dialing up a black hole and then a team like in slow motion, which you get all of that yeah. in the trailer. That's what I remember, too. Like Everything was just slow. I remember really liking it. So I wonder if I'll still really like it. Hmm. So, got anything to plug? I do not this week and the next the next week. I have something. I'll plug something the following week. Ooh, okay. Well, this week I was a guest on a wrestling podcast called uh, WKIF Wrestling Network. I'll put a link in the description. I watched 1982 or 3's Final Conflict. I'm going to say it's 83. Uh, NWA Final Conflict. I watched it and I reviewed it uh, with my mates. And that is that. I was six years old. You were six years old. You too. Because you're the years same old. age, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. So go check that out. You can check us out on the socials. We're ZPM Stargate everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, most especially. Gmail. Right in your app, you can rate and review the show. We really love it when you rate and review the show. Uh, go buy our merch at tpublic.com. Otherwise, see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.